The first hearing of that new morning of a voice, all green shoots and honey. It's early 1970s, he's 15 and wearing a colourless bright orange cheesecloth shirt, purple cotton loons, scuffed white gym shoes, carries a canvas bag over his shoulder containing rolling tobacco, papers and plastic disposable lighter, a copy of Steppenwolf by Hermann Hesse in the Silver Penguin Modern Classics edition, a purple biro and his notebook, hardcover A5, lined paper with red margin. Up the hill, past the Secretarial College, cross the road at the Belisha Beacon. Are they still a thing? By the Catholic Prep School, then again at the crossing by the letterbox. Left to the right, left to the next right, which takes him over the brow of the hill down towards the heath. In his memory, he knows this place inside out, and trying to recollect it at this time of life is like walking into a movie he's seen over and over. Every detail's there to be recalled. He holds this place in his consciousness now, is closing his eyes and walking back into it. But the now he's mapping it from changes all the time, whereas the past is always fixed, if blurry. It's an absurdly well-documented part of town already, and he's been made furious over the years to find it so carefully rendered in novels, which then move blithely to scenes in unnamed northern cities sketchily described. But it's where he was born, and there seems less and less point in researching other backgrounds, appropriating other lives, making stuff up for no particular reason. If you're not interested, then you can stop reading right now. His upbringing may be a privileged cliché, but it's the only one he's got. What he can do is see it afresh, try to see it with fierce clarity. Back then, he has... Long hair, which isn't as long as he'd want it, what with school rules. His asthma is fading as his secret smoking habit grows stronger, swapping one wheeze for another. He's skinny with a tendency to spot, shy, but likes to think he's just about good-looking enough to fret about whether he is or not. At the newsstand, he buys the tube, he buys the latest issue of It, International Times, newspaper of the other kind of underground and breathes in the oily aroma of its offset litho ink, which, also, which is already staining the tips of his fingers black. It's a beautiful day, and he's going to sit on the heath and read it, or rather look at the cartoons and the small ads, browse the record reviews, and decide to read the long articles later. Later, when he lives close to spectacular countryside, he will still hanker for the heath, thinking of this as real nature, a controlled wilderness in the thick of the city, big enough to roam freely but too small to get lost. At the top of Parliament Hill he encounters the group of them. There's an older fat man in a brightly coloured robe, two scrawny milk-white young blokes, one playing a guitar, the other cross-legged and tapping on ceramic hand drums, and a young woman, He'd have called her a girl at the time, not a bird or a chick, as he never liked those words, but other guys would have used them. Who's lying on her front on the grass, picking daisies. She looks up at him. Can he shed the male gaze and picture her now any more objectively? She adopts a sullenness to cover youthful self-consciousness. Her hair is long and straight, a curtain falling on traces of acne and red blotches from over-aggressive exfoliation. For all that, he sees her as incandescently beautiful, and that pisses her right off. 
Some guitarists strums A minor and E chords. In the grass around them is a selection of drums, a big African djembe, much harder to come by then than now. A set of Greek ceramic bongos, very common, brought back from package holidays along with a bottle of Retsina which sits at the back of the drinks cabinet unopened. Another pair of bongos designed to be attached to a drum kit and two maracas with bullfighters painted on them plus other shakers clumsily made from taped-up plastic bottles with seeds inside, like the botched results of a primary school art project. He's invited to try a hand drum, grips it between his knees and starts beating on it busily, keen to impress with complex paradiddles. Though he's not quite sure what paradiddles are, except they're mentioned in the book on drumming, full of exercises he's never fathomed. No YouTube tutorials then, just dense notation in black and white. The old bloke whispers to the girl and looks in his direction. Miraculously, she stands and makes her way towards him. Kneeling down, she whispers in his ear, The Udu says you need to listen louder, play silently. She lifts the drum off his lap and carries it across to another member of the collective, a ratty guy with glasses who seizes on it hungrily. Then the girl walks back towards him, smiles, hands him a leaflet. We are the repercussionists. Drumbeats speak louder than words. Discover your inner pulse. Tune into the planetary hum. Write without language. Touch revolution. The bed undulates slowly to stop the patient getting bed sores. His limbs are attached to it. He's adrift in the night, pitching and rolling. The cuff on his arm every hour or so inflates to check blood pressure. A nurse attaches a peg-like gizmo to his finger, puts another device to his ear to measure his temperature. He pumps on the button in his hand and woozes his way into drugged unconsciousness, something close to sleep, but there's no release, nothing to drift off into. He waves his wrinkled, tube-festooned fingers, taps them gently on his chest, hums to reassure himself he's still just about alive. They open up my belly, take out a fist of pain, scrape me out and staple me back together again, scan me for impurities, attach me to a plastic drip, infusing all my innards. I'm floating like a ship on a medicated ocean in a drug-induced tempest to the island of my body where I rise and rest and see no means to climb or claim this monolith of flesh. Everything is out of reach, this tiny room, this slightest breath. In the endurances, the hope of clearances, the love of families, the wondering when the ending is, the tapping on the body bits, the singing through closed lips, hum drumming. <laughs> 